0: Today is the final installment of WGLT's interviews with the 2023 class of McLean County history makers. Last but not least, WGLT's Lauren Ordeke talks with Willie and Charles Halbert who have fought for equality and human rights in Bloomington Normal for decades. Willie first attended Illinois State University as a drama major, but said theater wasn't quite the best fit.
1: When I decided to come back, I said, okay, God, I'm gonna open this catalog and wherever it turns to, that's what I'm going to major in. And when I opened it, it was criminal justice and I did not quite sure what that was. So I went and met with the department head and then he introduced me to a guy there by name was Jerry Gilmore. And he was so enthused and excited by the work, about helping people and making a difference, I said, that's what I want to do.
2: Charles majored in economics. By default, he says. I was
0: I'm majoring in uh, business. And uh, along the way back then, I got, I got drafted. Before I finished, uh, I, I had one year left. When Went into the Army. I was a medic and an uh, operating room technician. I got wow. out and came back to ISU to finish my last year. But to finish in business, it would take me two years. Uh-huh. And, and so I opened the catalog <laughs> <laughs> and uh, econ, I could finish uh, in less than a year.
2: Charles then worked his way up the ladder at State Farm.
0: I'll tell anybody that'll listen that uh, I had uh, Uh, Good years and not as good years, but I didn't have any bad years. State Farm was very good to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, With my medical background, back in the day, State Farm sold health insurance, and and I I was just a
1: natural fit.
2: Willie Halbert's career was spent in the correctional system.
1: And I remember my first day working at Pinehead Correctional Center when I walked in. And when I went in, there was an officer. They were hearing uh, disciplinary tickets for inmates. So he had to step out. And there was another inmate sitting right there. And i remind you, this is my first day there. So I sit down and the officer said, one minute, I'll be back. So he takes his jacket off. He puts it on the chair. And the inmate, when he leaves, the inmate takes, goes in the jacket of this officer and he takes something out of the officer's jacket right in front of me. So the officer comes back and I say to the officer, "Um, what would you think about a person that would go in someone's pocket and take something out without them being there? He said, well, that's low down. I said, well, he just did that. And the inmate like, I can't believe you told on me. I said, if you are that stupid to do that right in front of me, it shows a lack of respect for yourself and for me. Because when they looked at me, I didn't look like the typical person that would work in a prison environment. So from that day on, I had gained their respect immediately. Anything you do in that environment, everyone knows about it. Mm. So they saw within moments A person they thought would would not last two weeks in this environment to my retiring from there. So I worked as a counselor, a casework supervisor, and then I worked for the entire state as assistant superintendent for the prison system and for parole where did you get that confidence when i was a little girl i was about 12 13 years old i had 10 brothers and sisters 10 of us all together so there was nine so one day my dad who was a minister pastor of a church at mount olive in harvey he called me downstairs so i go downstairs and my dad looks at me and he says you don't think much of yourself do you and i said no and he said well i want to share something with you you know, God made you special to do a special work. And no one can do it like you. And as he began to speak to me, I was like 12 or 13. I started squaring my shoulders back, holding my head up. And by the time he got done, my whole perception of myself changed.
2: Charles, I know you are also from a large family. Yes,
1: I was
0: seven children in, in my family.
2: And also a preacher's kid, right? And also a preacher's kid. <laughs> yeah. How do you think those commonalities play out in your marriage and in your life together? My
0: wife is a, is a visionary, and uh, I'm not, but I'm uh, a good partner for, for her. Uh, we we often say that um, uh, neither one of us is perfect, but together we
1: are perfect. He's more on the quiet side, but he really is not quiet. You know, in
0: today's v- v- vernacular uh it's often said that uh, if you see something, say something. Willie and I have always practiced that before, before this was uh, common to, in uh, the language. But we add, uh, if you see something, say something, and do something.
2: And do something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what did you see that sparked your activism?
1: When they were naming the street or renaming the street, Dr. Martin Luther King. People, it was just an outcry. People said, nobody wants to live on a street named after Dr. Martin Luther King. And it was such a thing that we were, I mean, I was going to the city council meetings, I was protesting, saying that, you know, this man has done so much for our country. And they did rename the street. But what's interesting about that, The mayor had called me in and they were looking at me for the position on the Human Relations Commission. It was Mayor Smart at the time. He said, Willie, everything about you shines. He said, but there's just one thing. I said, well, Mayor, what might that be? (laughs) He said, well, on renaming the street, you were so vocal. It's like you were beating a dead horse. I said, but the horse wasn't dead to me. Mm -hmm. That was my whole point. Mm -hmm. And if what I did, Is something that would keep you from putting me on the Human Relations Commission, I recommend you not put me on because that's the person that you're going to get.
2: Mayor Smart did put Willie Halbert on the Human Relations Commission, a position she held for
1: over a decade. Standing up for causes, to me, is quite obvious. You mistreat someone, you disrespect someone, it's wrong. And if we have to legislate that to get people to do the right things, then so be it. Do you think that your
2: your respective times working for uh, on behalf of city committees? And I know Charles, you've also been involved in the police and fire commission. Mm-hmm. And you know, do you do you sense that through your tenures with those organizations and committees that things have improved?
1: There are things that we need to work on, but at least what I have found that when I sit down with the police chief or when I sit down with the uh, McLean County Health Department, they're open to the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we're shut down or shut out. We're invited to the table. And to me, that's a difference.
0: Things are better, um, but there's uh, also additional work to be done. Back in back in 1984, uh, that was the first year uh Martin Luther that there was a Martin Luther King holiday. I took off work. I remember telling a uh, colleague uh, I said, I'm taking off Monday for the holiday He said what he, he said what what holiday uh, Now uh, me, me being uh, one of maybe three persons of color in, in that in the whole organization where that I worked in uh, I took that stand just that was me personal. Uh, but I took my, my uh, two daughters. They were six and nine. Six and nine. Uh, I, took a, I was taking them to the uh, uh, Castle Theater.
1: I remember this.
0: And I, I parked in the parking lot across the street, and I took my two daughters by the hand to walk them safely across the street. Somebody drove by in a pickup truck, hmm. rolled a window down and said, yelled, um, Martin Luther King sucks. And my, my two daughters immediately started questioning mm. me about, you know, why they say it? Um, I didn't have an answer. Willie and Charles Halbert remain active in the Bloomington Normal NAACP and are deeply involved at Mount Pisgah Church. You can celebrate them and all the history makers on June 21st at the History Makers Gala. Details and the complete series of interviews can be found at WGLT.org. The Halberts spoke with WGLT's Lauren Warnicke.